Hello, welcome to another 12 shows of Richard Herring podcast. Today we will be looking at Menage and I haven't got a lot of time. And you know what? I'm going to start off by seeing what I said in the dressing room beforehand, so I don't say it now. So let's have a listen to that. Are we going? Yep. Good. Keep the burp in. Uh, here we are. It's show five. Can't believe we've got this far. Menage Un. Uh, I'm pretty tired. I haven't had much chance to rehearse this one. I did one gig. Well, I did two gigs. Monday and Tuesday I did gigs, and I've done the first half of this show pretty much. But I've, there's things in the second half that I haven't even said out loud, but I'm just hoping I'll remember. It's quite a complex show, Menage and. Uh, I did uh, the Wednesday, Thursday. I had my daughter complete on my own because my wife was away, so uh, that took up a lot of my time, and uh, also it, it's very exhausting. I had thirty-six hours constantly of solo baby care, which is the longest I've done. So uh, I'm quite tired. Uh, I've just seen on the front of the Evening Standard that Jack Whitehall is going out with the actress Gemma Chan, from who I want to have sex with as a robot. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 not put me in the best of moods. Uh, and uh, we sold 232 tickets so far, which will be the lowest. I think we, this will be the lowest. 234 now, it's creeping up. There's still 15 minutes to go. Anything could happen. Uh, so 255 was the previous lowest, lowest talking cock. So Menager and might come in and be the lowest one so far, although a couple of ones later aren't selling too well either. Um, which is weird, because I think Menager and one of the most interesting of the shows. Uh, probably more interesting than No Fuck I'm 40, really, though. That's got a kind of better tag I suppose and we'll get certain certain types of people in um, but yeah I mean it's 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 weird I did the show I did of this in the week went very well but it's there's some full on quite offensive stuff in this uh, and stuff that I find quite embarrassing and also it's two hours long so I've got to make I've got to take out half an hour of it so the two people talking on the one five seems to go on about 40 minutes so I might still be able to give you the gist of that um, and I've, got, I've sort of left that bit. That's a bit where two, uh, two of the characters from a joke start discussing the joke. Uh, and I didn't want to rehearse that too much because, A, I think it's up to them, what they say. Uh, and I'm not really anything to do with it. But uh, I kind of wanted to come out a bit differently than it used to. But we'll see what, what happens. So, yeah, I think it should be relatively easy, this one, because a lot of this material I did in stand-up uh, over the years. So a lot of it's quite familiar. Um, just getting the order, I think, is going to be a bit tricky because there's lots of jokes, uh, one, one-off one jokes, and then there's no real link between the routines, but I do have a set list. You all right, George, got something in your... No. Oh, no, sorry, just looking at your little monitor. thought you had something in your shirt. Uh, and, uh, but no, I'm looking forward to it. It's a really fun show. It's a stupid show. Uh, I think it's probably the... might be the funniest of all the shows in terms of jokes and the routine. The, there's some very tight routines in there as well as some, a couple of stupidly loose ones. Uh, and I'm going to lose quite a lot of the me being a pervert to people in the audience, partly because it feels a bit wrong now, but also because I've got to lose something. And it just there's there's bits here that go, oh dear. And I think it kind of works as a whole, just and it's about this show's about the frustration of being a 39 year old single man, uh, and I'm allowing that the beast within me to take over a little bit. Uh, and I think in the end it does sort of again explain itself enough to just about be justifiable. And the stuff about Jesus, again, I think like the monkey stuff in the Someone Likes Yogurt, it sort of tackles a difficult subject in in a sort of fantastical way, but obviously a way that will offend a lot of Christians rather than uh, anyone else. So it's talking about consent and things via having sex with Jesus, which obviously is 
But again, I hope people get that it's my character not realising that what he's saying is offensive and therefore that being the joke. But we will see, we will see. And Jermaine Greer, and there's some, you know, there's some nasty things in here, but hopefully if you listen to the whole thing, it makes some sense. Anyway, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it. I think it should be um, okay. Uh, let's see if I'm right. Uh, hold on, I've just, I thought it had gone down to 137. It's up to 235. We sold one more ticket during this interview. 15 minutes to sell... 20 tickets to equal up with I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to happen but that's still you know anything over 200 is amazing at the moment they still I've probably said this in the other ones but the what is love anyway is just over 100 now we're all going to die that weekend they're both very low I don't know if there's something happened that weekend or just those shows are more recent so people are less interested in seeing them uh, but tomorrow is going to be a big one and next weekend uh, is also selling really well and the final weekend is selling really well so it's it's definitely been a success, and I'm definitely very happy. And anything over 200 in is is a result. So we might even get that for all of them with a bit of luck. Anyway, let's go and do the show. We'll see how it goes. It's not all about the ticket sales, Rich. Good. Yeah. And it isn't all about the ticket sales. That's true. But I sold 240 tickets. It was the lowest uh, selling show uh, so far. Uh, I've been keeping a little uh, chart. Uh, so we, t- I don't know if this will allow us to know which is the most successful show or not. Uh, at the moment, Yogurt is the highest-selling show. Uh, oh, fucking 40 has actually come in second now. It did that sold pretty well. Uh, sold 300-plus. Uh, so both of those shows are over 300. Happy Now has already sold over 300 tickets. So I think Happy Now is going to win this contest, unless some of the others sell out. Uh, and then the approximate order, uh, the last time I looked after that, was Hercules. Then Cock and Christ were nearly on the same, but Cock just beat Christ, I think, by one. Or was it the other way around? Uh, Menage, I think it was the other way around. Uh, Menage uh, un, uh, came, is, comes in there. Then Hitler, Headmaster, Lord of the Dance. And then Death and Love are at currently uh, head-to-head on 110 ticket sales. Quite a long way down below, below everyone else. There are, there is a, there's a couple of weeks until they're on. Uh, I think they're both great shows. So if, you, if you've uh, not come to see any shows yet and fancy coming to see a show, then those might be a good type ones to choose. Um... It was kind of fun doing Menage à Un. Uh, I was back in a t-shirt and jeans, pretending to be 39. It was the first show, I think, where the present-day reality added proper dramatic irony to the older jokes. I got laughs out of talking about being single and talking about being 39 uh, and talking about that I'd be dead and childless by 45 and things like that. So obviously there was this kind of dramatic irony that the fans got. Uh, and uh, I also like the fact that at the end it's all about uh, four legs and two legs in relation, you know, four legs good two legs bad being in a relationship and my quest to have a threesome and that being six legs um and then in the end i kind of realized that of course i have ended up with six legs me and my wife and my daughter and i so that's uh that was a, a nice little interesting bit um it, it was again pretty solid performance i'm really surprised because um it, it really felt like i hadn't properly learned especially the second half and there's some quite complex stuff in there uh, annoyingly, I forgot two of my favourite jokes. Quite an important joke when I'm talking about having the sex with the sick march of Jesus. Uh, and again, out of context, this sounds horrible, but uh, there we go. Uh, I say 10 minutes ago, I was talking about essentially raping a wound in a woman's body. None of you complained. Now I'm talking about having consensual sex with a fictional character and you're all upset. You're hypocrites, which is a very important part of that routine that kind of just slightly petered out. Uh, and then also I'd thought of a... Uh, this is a joke that was in the original show, but I'd done a, I'd put in a new show about... new joke about... 
I've been, I'm not, I'm not being sexist. In fact, I prefer women to men, so I am sexist. I'm, I'm the good kind of sexist. And then I forgot the callback to that, which was when I say I'm not racist, I prefer black people to white people. So I am racist, but I'm the good type of racist. So that's a shame that I missed that because that was a, a new joke for this show. I am, of course, going to put some little clips in from the show for you to enjoy if you are too poor or mean to pay me a small amount of money <laughs> to listen to the audios of these. But if you want to hear the audios of all the shows, the first 10 anyway, and we're not putting out um, Lord of the Dance Seti or Happy Now as they are not yet on DVD. And in fact, one of them doesn't really exist. I don't really want to put, out, uh, put that out before I've toured, which I think makes sense. But both, I think both of those audios will appear on their relevant DVDs, so you can catch up and complete your collection. You can buy the first 10 shows. They'll, you'll, you'll be able to download them as soon as Chris Evans has uploaded them, a couple of days after each performance. Uh, and just go to www.gofasterstripe.com, click on the 12 shows thing, and you can just spend £12... And you can hear 15 hours worth of my material. I mean, it's a good way to get all my material uh, for a very, very little amount of money. Um, and thank you to all the people who've done that so far. Also, if you want to get the full experience and get copies of the Scope programmes, you can give some money to charity. Uh, and I will send you all the existing remaining Scope programmes I've done. Uh, there are very few Her Hercules Terrace left, maybe one or two. Uh, there are no Menage and left. And uh, some other ones are running out as well. So, But there'll probably be 10 or so programmes from down the years. Uh, and also all the leaflets that I still have, which is most of the shows I still have leaflets for. And I'll sign all those. All I ask is you give at least £20 or £25 if you live abroad. And go to www.justgiving.com slash happy now. And you can uh, give your some money to Scope, which is... Uh, the way we will do that. So let's have a look. I'll, I'll put a couple of bits of the Menager and performance in for you. I might be nice and put them lots in. Let's have a look. Because, you know, I'm a nice guy. And I don't want to penalise people too much who can't afford £1 plus VAT for 10 shows. Um, but uh, here we go. And as I've just started listening to it, I've reminded myself that it's kind of fun to go back. Not only put on the clothes of a 39-year-old, but uh, I put on the music where I can that I was playing as the audience walked in. Uh, and in this show, it was The Go Team, which was a, an album as I went into my midlife crisis. I, I pretended I was like, well, I did like them. <laughs> I didn't pretend it, but I was sort of getting into pop music for the first time properly. And I went to see go, The Go Team live. There were some nerdy blokes playing keyboards and some very attractive women in cheerlead outfits basically jumped around. It was one of the most beautiful and exciting things I've ever seen. So that became the music for the show, for the walking and uh, the intro as well. And it took me right back to performing the show originally at the White Belly at the Underbelly in Edinburgh in 2006, I suppose, where I would listen to that music backstage as I wait to come on. And especially this little glitch at the beginning of the track. I hope you enjoy listening to this. Don't sue me, the Go Team, for putting this Some of the stuff in this I find quite offensive. I just want to say that now. So I'm with you. Not the first joke, though. That'll be fine. To be or not to be? That is the first and only question 
on the University of Beekeeping entrance exam? <laughs> the answer's A to B, <laughs> if you want to get in. Actual age, not your shoe size. That means something different on the continent. <laughs> so, uh, so the Sphinx was unusual amongst mythological creatures. It, it had a gimmick, it had a question, it had a riddle. If you could solve the riddle, it wouldn't kill you. Nice little gimmick. The other mythological beasts wished they thought of that. It's nice to have a gimmick. He was the Noel Edmonds of his day. Uh, it, was, it was finally solved by Oedipus. You probably remember Oedipus. He's the bloke who so loved his mother that he killed his father and then fucked her. Most moms prefer it if you just help round the house a bit. Flowers on Mother's Day. Maybe a homemade spice rack. That's really as far as you need to go with your own mum. But, uh, the riddle of the Sphinx was what, what, what walks on four legs in the morning, two legs in the afternoon and three legs in the evening. Oedipus thought he got that. He said it was map because a baby crawls around on all fours. Not really legs, are they? Two of those are arms. I'm not being pedantic. That doesn't work. An old man has a cane. I'd argue that's not so much a leg as a stick. I've got the correct answer, the riddle of the Sphinx, after all this time. What walks on four legs in the morning, two legs in the afternoon and three legs in the evening? It is, of course, Paul McCartney and his wife's. Uh, there's nothing contentious about that. I've just counted the legs. I'm not making any judgments. If you've got a problem with that, that's in your own head. If you're going to be pedantic, it's three and a half legs. Why ruin a perfectly good joke? I wrote that joke in 2005. I thought, when I wrote that, I thought that is probably the single wittiest thing I will ever come up with. That, that is definitely going in the show. Nothing can go wrong with that joke. It's got married again. It's completely wrong. He could get married a fifth. The one he marries an octopus next. Like it ruins it. He might do. He hangs around in their gardens. It could. <laughs> but, uh... We don't like the idea of Paul McCartney uh, two legs in the afternoon, do we? We don't like the idea of people being on their own in this society. It's very much a case of four legs good, two legs bad, th six legs, not really, sorry, three legs, not really sure, maybe she's just after his money. Uh, better, better if you don't mess the, mess the feed lines up. It's, it's a better, it's better. So yes, that was the slightly stuttering opening to the show. You can see I'm always a little bit nervous. I don't know why I play you that bit, because that's the bit that I'm always a bit nervous. There's two or three minor errors, and then I messed up that joke, but I thought you would like to hear me mess the joke up. And there it was, right there for you. There are some really good routines in this show. Uh, the potato, potato one, handjob centre, uh, the Gulliver one, and the Jesus uh, stigmata one has to be heard to be believed. Um, I did, I'd slightly messed it up, but it, I got most of it in there and I missed out the joke, as I said, that was the important joke. Uh, but as I like you guys, I am also going to give you the two old men on the bonfire, which is uh, one of the set pieces of this show. You know, really, I should save this up so you feel inclined. You have to pay for this, but this is a slightly, you know, slightly various from what happened in the original show. I can't take any of the credit for. Of course, it was improvised by the two old men on the bonfire, and therefore has very little to do with me. But yeah, come on, let's uh, let's let's be nice. Let you have a listen to this. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Go for us. Uh, the third solution after global warming will have no fuel, and my suggestion, an alternative fuel source in the future is to burn old people. Uh, to, to burn the very people who caused this crisis in the first place by refusing to turn their TV sets on and off. Uh, just burn them in big bonfires. They won't care. They'll be old. They'll be up on the bonfire going, ooh, it's a bit parky, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah pass me a cardigan because I am, even though I'm on fire, I am kind of old. I'm still cold. Is that, is that really the punchline to this? So old people on a bonfire, they wouldn't feel the warmth. So it's, 
does seem to be the punchline he has selected for the... Seems a shame. This is shaping up to be quite a clever satirical routine. And then just end on that kind of hackneyed rubbish. So the dead ringers would turn down as being too obvious. That is... Does seem to be... Oh, no, it's not really... It's a shame because there's been some good... This has been an exquisitely clever show. It seems a weird that we're just... It's a, old people don't feel their colds. They're... Do you think we can help him get out of this? Maybe we could, we could get over this embarrassment. I don't know, maybe by being sort of postmodern, step out of the joke a bit, start to discuss the failure of the joke. Maybe, maybe the people of the Leicester Square Theatre would enjoy that. No. No, they, they don't. It seems, seems, if anything, that they, uh, it's upsetting them more that, we, uh, that we're kind of admitting the paucity of the material rather than just skipping over it. They would, it seems like they would have preferred us just to say, oh, well, that didn't work, let's move on then actually to waste more of their time by explaining why the joke doesn't work. That seems, seems an awful thing to do, and it seems a, seems a terrible shame. Yeah, it is, a, it is a pity, you know, but it is... You know, maybe we shouldn't point out how bad this, this joke is, because this show's already much too long. It's too long for the slot that Richard has. And if we point out that this joke isn't very good, uh, Richard might decide to cut this entire bit from the show, and that's the bit that we're in. It's the only bit of the show that you and I are in. And so effectively, I mean, that if we're not in the show, we are effectively dead. You know, we only live inside this routine. So if we, it's not really in our interest to, to tell him how awful this joke is. We should just pretend it is good so that we at least get to live. Is there any kind of life, though, to, to exist only to recount the two old people on the bonfire? on fire and not feeling the cold joke. I mean, it's not even true. If an old person was on fire, they would be in a lot of pain and they would be hot, so it doesn't even work. Wouldn't death be preferable to having to do this joke every single night in a succession of provincial towns? To be honest, I thought it had ended. I thought, like, t 10 years ago, I think, fuck, that's, that's over. No, apparently, well, you know, I've got no concept of what, how much time has passed, but just looking at the haircuts and the fashion, I'm guessing some time has passed since we last did this, since we last came. Is it any, wouldn't it be preferable to be dead rather than to live just to deliver this joke? To be honest, that's too existential a question for me. I'm, I'm quite a poorly defined character. I mean, I, there's, I have the same voice as you and him. I mean, he's, it's, there's no, he hasn't even tried to put on an old person's voice for this. I mean, it's very insulting to the audience, you know, we are, there's essentially no need for us, to, we both just made the same joke, there's no need to have two of us, one of us could have delivered the same joke, it seems, I mean, it's not, there's no dynamic between the two of us, we're identical characters, it's not a, a double act situation, is it? The only real difference I can see between you and me is that I tend to look out to stage right and you always look stage left when you're talking about that, that's not enough, is it, to, to create a double act, just looking in different directions, that is... That's not going to satisfy. You need, you need some difference between the two characters. Otherwise, it's just like, you know, it's pathetic. I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't make a sitcom of this, could they have two old men on a bonfire? That would not... Here they come. It's the two old men on the bonfire. They're on fire, but they still feel the cold. The reason for that is because they are old. One of them looks to the right. One of them looks to the left. I wonder what situations that will lead to. Probably be better than it sounds. 
And surely they wouldn't have commissioned this theme tune if they would have tried out some of the episodes first and they weren't working before they got someone to do a good theme tune like this. Here's the two oh, men. <laughs> Let's just have... My absolute favourite thing about this is just here they come at the beginning of the That's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely the funniest thing in this one. I wonder what they do this week. So what's going to happen in the sitcom? Well, week one, um, something happens over there. I can't see it. You can. Condense the humour arises. What's the second episode? Second episode, something happens over there. You can't see it. I can. That's a different situation. Week three, something happens over there. You've got something in your eye. Neither of us see it. We have to... It's not very good. But that's my point. It's not. The point is I'm not very good. I'm not a well-defined character. I don't think I'm uh, equipped to answer a question of such philosophical import as the one you... You had a pretty good crack at doing it, didn't you, for someone who's such a poorly defined... I mean, you spent about five minutes there having a go at answering it. So, well, you know, I did quite well. I mean, if this is going to be a double... I was, just, I was just standing there looking at you while you did all the singing and dancing and stuff. If this is a double act, you know, I, don't, I want it to be equal. I don't want it to be the one standing there. I want it to be like the... Stuart Lee of this double act. I want to be the one. I want it to be. I want to be the funny one in the. In the well, sorry, you you want to? That doesn't make sense. What you just said there. So you would. You don't want to be Stuart Lee, but you want, you want to be the funny one. That doesn't. That, 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 it does make. It doesn't make. That doesn't make sense. You don't want to be Stuart Lee. No, I, I wouldn't. I'd like to be the funny one. So you don't want. You don't want like to write a million pound making opera and get your own TV show and be famous and everyone think you're brilliant. You're saying you don't want that, doesn't it? No, I'd, I'd like to be the, the funny one. Doesn't really, doesn't really make sense to me. So anyway, maybe, maybe we should um, stop and... Actually, I've got confused. Am I the one who looks to the right or the left? I've got a bit confused about which one I am. Well, so have I. I think we just switched over then. I mean, but we are so similar that it doesn't even... doesn't even matter. Just, I just want to... Oh, sorry, would you? Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't mind. Thank you. <laughs> thanks. thanks for the drink. No, thanks for holding the microphone. Uh, so, so maybe we should... I mean, I know we've, we've only got a very limited uh, time. We had to, the show is being cut down, so maybe... I mean, I think we've made the, the point of this. So, you know, maybe we should... So maybe we should... I mean, it's not... This isn't enough, is it? Two similar characters on a bonfire all looking in different directions. We've established this isn't enough uh, to entertain people in a comedic fashion, so maybe we should... Yeah, maybe we should hand back to Rich now so you can... I think we should go on a bit longer. I think because it's... I think it'll get to the point... I mean, it's annoying now, but I think it'll get to the point where it's really, really funny again. If we do it for long enough, it'll get to, to be more funny than... I'm, I'm not sure that it will. Well, I think we should try and just see, see where that goes. And, you know, the thing is, you know, I don't know if I want to relinquish the power. You know, I'm enjoying being alive here. If we hand back to Richard, then we die. Maybe I'm... Can't imagine we'll do this again. You were the one, or what I was, I can't remember, who was worrying about dying, and now it seems to me... I mean, I'd quite like to get to the situation where, you know, we just take... We could take over completely. We could not hand back to Richard. We could just stay in the character of the two old men on the bonfire. And we know... He is racist, you know, and we're like, he hates black people. And we're like, don't say that, that's not... He does, he hates them, he doesn't hate them. He does, he absolutely hates them. He says he doesn't. He's, he's hate, this is all the sexism in this show, supposedly ironic, he absolutely means it. Don't say that's not fair, he's not here to defend himself. That's not... It's just, it's definitely, he's an awful person. I hate him. 
I, and I don't. I want him to die. You know, so I'd, I'd be glad if this. You know, we could just wipe him out completely. Well, I quite like. Ultimately, I'd like to get the point where maybe tomorrow he, he thinks he's going to come out and do oh fucking forty, but actually he comes out and then he just goes now it's the uh, two old men on the bonfire. <laughs> they're on fire. They're not cold. I haven't got time to explain what that's about. <laughs> then we just come in. We do forty-five minutes and then an interval. Forty-five minutes and interval. That would be you know get rid of him entirely. I think this is we're going better than most of his stuff. Do. <laughs> I think that would work. I, I mean, ideally, I'd like to take over his whole life in that way. Uh, you know, maybe like at midnight every day, we just let him out, go, please, let me out, please, I'm trapped in here. And then we get back and it's back to us again. And then go, no, don't worry, it's not, he's, he's fine. Because he's a horrible person. He's an awful, awful person. He just, we should, should get rid of him in that one. Yeah, anyway, I think, you know, look, because there are some um, drag artists coming on in there. They we're actually going to take over this. And we, yeah, I don't care. I, I, I think you know. Well, like you were, I think it was you that was worrying about dying, and now this is our last chance to live. Let's stay here for. You know, I'd be quite interested to see how long we could carry this on for. Um, you know, a I think this has probably got the best chance Bridget Herring has of getting back on TV. These two, these two characters. But B, you know, let's see how long we can do this tonight before we're manhandled off the stage <laughs> by some furious men dressed up as women. It's just, so that is a good thing to. Richard thinks it's an awful thing to do. Don't say that, he doesn't think that. You've, now you've turned on, it was me turning on before. That is, is good. Well, what they're doing is good. Uh, so, yeah, well, maybe we should go. Maybe we should. We should, uh, no, I, I think we should stay. <laughs> do you not worry it's a bit self-indulgent? No, I... That does not worry me, that makes me happy. Some people are coming in out of the street, they've heard about this. <laughs> they've heard that we're on. This is amazing. I think the people here are so wrapped, they're really wrapped in, so I think actually tonight, they're so taken over by the illusion, they're going to go and go, I went to see Rich Herring at the Esquire. It was all kind of just rude and cock jokes and stupid blasphemy, and then suddenly this massive bonfire appeared on stage. These, these people were on, old people appeared, they were on fire. I don't know how he did it. It was just the most, they're completely believing. Uh, so it'll be, anyway, look, we should definitely go. We're already five minutes over, the lot of Rich has to come down. No, I don't think we should. I, mean, I think we can push it on a bit further. There's more to milk out of this. Just trying to work out what it is. Um, actually, so I've just been... Um, who are you? Uh, this, you're the, you seem to be facing forwards. Yeah, you're a new guy. Yeah, I'm a new guy. I'm, I'm actually just one of the guys from the back of the bonfire. I don't usually... I'm, I'm just sort of set dressing, kindling. I'm just an old man on fire. I don't usually say anything, but um, I thought I'd just come and say that I've been... There's some people been whispering from the from the wings that they had some some men dressed as women getting ex very angry about this. <laughs> Unnecessary. I mean, they, they wouldn't mind. I think if you were doing something good and, and funny, but this just seems to be deliberately wasting everyone's time, <laughs> which is just offensive to the audience and the next act and you and uh, yourselves, even though you're fiction. So I thought I'd just come forward and I mean, can I be in that? Can, I know I don't usually get to speak. Would it be all right if I? We don't want another person in that act. There's no need. You, know, you haven't been funny at all. People haven't liked you. It's too much having three blokes the same. And uh, then we have to split the money three ways as well. So well, I, th I thought I did all right. No, you didn't. You did badly. Um, Rich Terring, he, uh, he isn't... He, he keeps on going about trying to get off with women. He doesn't like women. He's gay. He is actually gay. Um, he... Uh, He's trying to protest too much. Uh, in fact, he'll say that he isn't gay after the show, but don't listen to him. If you're gay and you fancy him, just put your erect cock in his mouth. <laughs> he will like it. Even if he protests, he likes it. And, you want, and he's saying, go ahead, that's fine. I consent 
that's what he's saying. Uh, then, then afterwards, you know, if he goes, if he calls the police on you for saying you've been mouth raped, then uh, you'll go. Well, no, I've got. I'm, you know, I I know that it's all right, officer. I know that he he consented. I've got. 230 witnesses that he... 230 witnesses? Doesn't the Leicester Square Theatre hold 400? <laughs> no, don't, don't have a... Don't have a go. But hold, hold on a second. Are you now... I just want to make it clear. Are you now... You're doing two characters. You're being you and the police. When you're turning that way, you're not me anymore. That's the policeman. That's, yeah, that's right. So I'm, I'm doing the policeman there and me. And then that's you. And this bloke in the middle looking out. Um, so that's an imaginary character of an imaginary... The policeman is an imaginary character of an imaginary... Do you think we can do it one more stage? Where the police, would, could the policeman try and do... You'd like me to do something, Yeah, I'd like you to... to OK, well, OK. Uh, hello. I am a truncheon. I can talk. Ooh. Hello, I am... Another truncheon. Icon. It's not very good, is it? The well, he's you know that's the imaginary character for the imaginary character. He's not his imagination isn't that good because he's it's very it gets weakened down. It's like homeopathy. It doesn't work. <laughs> so anyway, I think we should. That's enough now because we seriously we've got to. We, we, Richard's got to wrap up. So yeah, we should. Uh, we could carry on a bit longer. No, well, let you. Why don't you 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 go first and then I'll wrap up and you know you you hang up no you hang up should we should we should we both should we hang up together Let, let's hang up together okay one two three you still there <laughs> yeah I am I still I still okay. all right let's seriously go again so you one two three are you still there I'm still here hello. Hello, are you there? Hello? Did you, did you really hang up? I thought, you'd, thought we'd probably do it another couple of times. You, you've gone. You hung up. Oh. I quite, feel quite lonely now you've gone. So. Yeah, yeah, you're just pretending to, you're there. Oh. I'm just alone on the bonfire. Oh, well, I'll go. I was there. <laughs> yes, this one was. So, <laughs> those are two of the characters somewhere. There's the old man on the bonfire, just some. Uh, and the, uh, could be on BBC. So, there you go. That was nice for me to give you that for nothing. Um, if you want to hear the rest of the show, go to gofasterstripe.com, click on the 12 shows thing. You can buy 10 of the 12 shows, if and when and as they're ready. Um, I should have said, if you want to get the programmes, go to justgiving.com slash happy now and then email me your address. Um, my email is herring1967 at gmail.com. You can email me about anything you like. If you like, you know, I can just ignore you. That's the only thing I can do. Um, so let's have a look and see what I thought of Menage Un when I'd finished it in the dressing room. Cool. Right, well that's five done. Um, there was uh, three, 230 or something in at the end, so it was all right. Maybe 240. Uh, it got closer anyway. Uh, and uh, yeah, the show was all right. It was quite hard. I was tired. It was quite hard work. And it was, I'm glad I had a set list because I couldn't remember what came next hardly at all. But I only had a set list. I didn't have any of the actual script. So got through it all and had to 
discard lots of stuff at the end anyway because there wasn't time I took it right up to the limit of what I could do um, and made sure the old people on the bonfire had their thing I forgot to do the joke about me saying I'm not racist you know, but I, I, I actually prefer black people so I am racist that's the good kind of racist which was my callback to the good kind of sexist thing that was new for this show but uh, that I forgot to do but yeah pretty much got everything in I think and uh, seemed to go alright there's some disgusting stuff in there and I am ashamed of a lot of it but at least it is now done. Tomorrow is <laughs> similarly bad. Uh, I think maybe not quite as bad. Uh, and then we move on to the nicer, the nicer shows where I become Hitler uh, and talk about wanking off a paedophiles with my tiny hands. It gets a lot nicer from here on in. Anyway, that will do for now. We have to go because, once again, the next show is going to be late because we overran. But from now on, I think it shouldn't be too much of a problem because the show is getting a bit shorter. Thank you. Thank you, George. Well done. Well recorded. Yes, indeed. Thank you to George, the, the incompetent Sandman, who so far has competently recorded everything. If anything goes wrong, you can get a refund from him personally for anything that has been lost. So um, that was Menage Un, which um, I think overall is one of my favourite of all the shows. There's lots of crazy stuff in there. There's lots of inappropriate stuff in there. I think what's quite interesting is putting that in front of a modern audience in a 10 years on or whatever it is, eight years on, they now, it's almost more shocking because you can't say those things. Whereas at the time, maybe more people was, were doing material like that, but it almost feels like a slightly welcome relief um, to hear someone being cleverly, subversively, politically incorrect with a, with the safety net of knowing that... Uh, it's ironic and leading somewhere else. Um, and then the next show you'll hear about, Oh Fucking 40, is a, is a similar show with slightly more poignant and sad moments in it. Um, again, I'd, you know, I genuinely um, can't believe I'm managing this, uh, but with both these shows, they've come out pretty much on the button, in at least what I intended to do. Um, I don't know how I'm remembering it. Every time, every week does start with me going, I can't possibly get this this time, surely. And yet, um, so far, halfway through, and five-sixths of the way through, for uh, your terms, um, sorry, five-twelfths of the way through, um, you know, it seems to be uh, seems to be going okay. So, um, yeah, it's uh, we will be looking forward to, um, in the next podcast, we're looking forward to the ones we're doing this weekend, which are The Headmaster's Son and Hitler Moustache. Again, two very hard shows. <laughs> I genuinely thought it would get a bit easier once we got into the second half but um, of the run, but uh, maybe the week after will be a little bit easier. But um, these those two shows are tough. So if you... I'm sorry about all the emails going off throughout all, both in the Leicester Square Theatre and here, um, which will be annoying to some of you, um, but I can, can't bother to go back and take that out. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's sort of an extraordinary challenge. Uh, I'm recording this last part of the podcast. Uh, I'm a bit tired having come back from a preview for next week's shows. Um, and uh, so that's why it's become a bit faltering if it wasn't before. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of slightly freaking myself out with the way it's coming out and, and being okay. And I'm, su I'm surprised there haven't been more mistakes and I'm delighted there hasn't been any disasters, but also, um, I thought there would be more mistakes than there'd been and more embarrassing moments. So 
if you want to come and see Headmaster's Son or Hitler Moustache, that is uh, we're coming up on Friday. The let me get the dates right. It'll be Friday the twenty eighth for Headmaster's Son of August and Saturday the 29th of August for Hitler Moustache. Fourth uh, of September is What Is Love Anyway? A really my absolute favourite show. And I don't know why people aren't coming this weekend. Fifth uh, is We're All Gonna Die again. Not as well attended as the others. At the moment, there's still a week or so to go. And the final shows are Lord of the Dance Set on the 11th, which I would thought no one would come to because I've just finished doing that, but there's plenty of people coming to that. And Happy Now on the 12th, uh, which I've given myself permission uh, to keep it loose, I think is the best way to put that. It may come together. It may be an amazing show. I think it will be a different show uh, at the end of this run than it will be on tour. But... It feels like a fitting uh, coda to the to the run to even do a loose show where I discuss my life and career and my happiness or not. We'll have to wait and see. So yeah, LeicesterSquareTheatre.com to buy tickets or just go to richterringcom slash gigs and you can see uh, all those all those gigs in there. GoFasterStrike.com if you want to buy the audios. Justgiving.com slash happy now. Email me your address at herring1967 at gmail.com and give at least £20 or £25 if you're abroad. And you'll get sort of around about 10 show programmes. These are sort of 16 to 20 page programmes with lots of content. Plus I'll give you the leaflets from the shows that I have leaflets for, which is most of them. Uh, and I'll sign all of those. So that's a nice little package. And all of that money for the Just Giving one will go to Scope, which is a fantastic charity that I've been collecting for many years now and thank you to everyone who's given to them during the run we've made already made a nice amount of money for them just from the London show so that is terrific um, anyway we'll be back later in the week we're looking at oh fuck I'm 40 um, but that was the 5th of 12 delighted to get it done delighted to leave a lot of the material behind but also lots of bits in there that I think hey maybe I could do that again some other time thanks for listening bye